One, two, test. Harrison, my friend, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. We've had uh, so many exciting people coming on the podcast and I can't wait to get to know you and learn a little bit more about your background and, and where you've come from. But just to start, uh, mate, tell our listeners your name and where you're from and, and what you do music-wise, etc. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Um, I am Harrison James or just Harry. I play for a band called Liquid Lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um, I... What was the other question? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. And what do you do for work and things like that? I'm as well? a community nurse. I'm an enrolled nurse, and I work with a lot of different types of people in the community. And awesome, um, man. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Thank you for having me on. No worries. Look, um, I had a list, a little bit of a listen to your band, Liquid Lollipop. Mm. What What are the songs about? The first, our first single, "We Won't Forget You," is a song that we wrote. It was the first song that we wrote all together. Sick. And it, it just started off as like a, um, as something that our bass player Ainsley said to our old guitarist Connor. Okay. I won't forget this Connor. And then <laughs> I just kind of like did a little riff and then, you know, yeah, went from there. And then it just kind of, yeah, it, that's was, it, cool, it was really easy to write really quick. And then our second single, 2810, was a, the first song we ever worked on. And that's about me getting dumped at a violent Soho concert. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. I remember that, Ben. Yeah. yeah. They're cool. They're Australian. The Brisbane. Oh wow, they're, they're Brisbane. From, yeah, okay. I forget. Shout out to Violent that. Soho. Yeah, we'll tag him in this post. Do it, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, no, I really. Um, it's been great. Like, obviously, my wife and I just moved up here, and there's so many musicians around the area, mm. and everyone's got like you know different story to tell and stuff. But um, it's a really yeah, tight knit community too. It seems that really way. Tight-knit. Yeah. Yeah. I, like when I went down to Lefties, uh, which is for our listeners, it's a sort of like a country bar in, in the city. Everyone sort of seemed like they knew each other and there's a bit of a network going yeah. on there. And yeah. I love They're under new management moments. actually. They used oh, to, okay. it, it shut down a couple months ago and then it opened up, like it shut down, opened up two months later under new management. Yeah. Mm. So it's all, um, it's all kicking off again, which is cool. Yeah. Really cool vibe there. Yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> My wife loves it as well with all the um, animal skin and coming out of the walls and <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got that real American vibe, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, like it would American actually. Bar so vibe. Kind of, yeah. Mate, um, <clears throat> Liquid Lollipop, How? What? where did the name come from? How did you come up with that name? Can Chupa Chups. We were at a oh, sushi wow. restaurant. Everyone thinks it's a drug reference. It's not. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's You could, um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we were just at a sushi restaurant and we were, we were going to go under my, like a name that I thought of, which was Augustus the Preacher. And <laughs> I thought that was too pretentious. And yeah. then we just got canned Chupa Chups and we were like, oh, that's cool. We I love, like liquid yeah, lollipop. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's cool when, yeah, because... You don't want to put too much thought into no, a band name. No, it's a really dumb name. Like we, but that's still the best name. But and and the funny thing behind it is like we, um, Connor who played guitar for us, his girlfriend created the logo, and it was really and you know it was much easier to you know synthesize something out of Liquid Lollipop than it would be yeah. any other name we're thinking of, and it was so organic and so just like off the cuff. It was. It cool. makes sense. It, it was has, really cool. has yeah. a ring to it. Yeah, and, yeah I'm and, going and to watch Liquid Lollipop. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I know that band. Yeah, like, but it, 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 it sounds it, familiar. It remembers. Yeah, people remember it really easily, and it's um, and it's not as pretentious as I wanted to be. So I'm really happy. Yeah. <laughs> Liquid Lollipop, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. 
And what uh, what are you using for gear on stage? What are, what's your setup? So we've just become a three piece because yeah. our guitarist moved to the Sunshine Coast. So I'm trade doing, up. No, yeah, I'm I know exactly. He got a real job. What a <laughs> what a dork. I thought I you were going to say he got married and had kids. Or no, that's normally not what yet, happens. Not when yet. You One day, yeah, yeah. Go to the we're, suburban. We're, we're hitting that age soon. We're um all in our mid twenties, so we're nice, all, you know we're get, we're getting a bit into it. Um, yeah, uh, awesome. So I'm using a two amp split at the moment. So I have oh, like an octave amp, and then I have a bunch more pedals than I used to. I used to be really like purist. Like okay. I only need one pedal because I'm really punk rock and I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not like I get that. It. And I have like, I have a lower octave pedal and an upper octave pedal. Okay. Um, I use two drive pedals and a reverb. And then I play, I'm such like a slut for Fender guitars. Like, okay, so yeah. No, I saw yeah. in one of your photos you had a... I love them. You were rocking a Strat? I, I have a white Strat that was my... That's my favorite guitar, but I don't really play it live There's a story anymore. behind that guitar. Oh, I, I got it when I was 15. And yeah. like, I, the first day I got it, I tried to put the whammy bar in and got it jammed and had to get yeah. the bridge replaced on the first day. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I love that guitar, but it is I wish I kept my pain. first guitar, man. Really? I, I regret selling what it. What was it? Mate, it was actually a, a brand that wasn't... It was a shit brand. It was called... Actually, no, I, I'm not going to say it was a shit brand because it was actually a decent little workhorse. Yeah. It was called Jordan, J-O-R-D-I-N. Okay. Was the brand. Yeah. And it Shout was... Jordan, yeah. It yeah. was light blue <laughs> and it was sparkly. Gorgeous. And it, it it just looked awesome. The neck felt amazing. Like, yeah, it was it was just like a five, four, $500 guitar in like 2005. And it... Yeah, it was... I covered it in fucking Etnies stickers and yeah. like... Just all these like '90s like skate brands That's had stickers like, all over yeah, it, and I wish I still had it. I wish I still had it now. Those weird old. Those I'm really into weird guitars at the moment. Do you know the band Guild? It sounds familiar, but yeah, I'm not going to say. I think I'm they're very American, familiar. and they, they they make these really beautiful guitars, and they normally specialize. In Guild is it? Guild, yeah, G U Y. Maybe I have, and I'm yeah. just having a mind blank. They do a yeah. lot of acoustic guitars, mm-hmm. but they they have these ele- these electric guitars, and there's one called a T Bird, and it just looks like a big chunk of metal that they've ripped off like an aircraft carrier. And okay, you know, it's got different colors. Was it a resonator guitar? No, no, it's no. it's an electric, and it's a solid body one, and oh, sick. It's really weird. It's Gills. like it's sort of like an offset shape, but it's thick. It's like got a bigger butt on an offset, yeah. offset and whatnot, and it's really cool. That's and they've got this blue one, and I, I don't know why I just love this guitar so much. Are I they really want are one. they affordable? Yeah, like, they're not too bad. To yeah, be honest. that's good. Like, oh, Mid range ish. Like yeah, you're not yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. you know, you're not, you know, more than more than a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, of course. Not, not, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be like a Gibson or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably awesome. Sounds better than a Gibson. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's sick. Um, yeah, I oh man, I love guitars. I just picked up this Maiden recently. It's a really nice guitar, Blackwood. Um, yeah, I, I got it online. I, I've never bought a guitar online. What was I've your only, experience buying it online? It was fine. The action's a little bit high. Expect I expected that, but I'm gonna get it set up next week. Yeah, and um, I've I've owned four Maitens really? over the last sort of ten years. Yeah, and I always keep come back really like, i had a cold clock for a while yeah but i something just brings me back to mate i've tried taylor i've tried tuck him in in the shops yeah and through friends and stuff and they just don't sound the same they don't have the same okay. feel in my opinion yeah yeah my, is it the, it's just like the resonance the wood, the wood queensland maple wood yeah um they do a lot of different um like collaborations with different like woods and That's different cool. things and 
Yeah, they're handcrafted in Melbourne. They've been around for a very, very long it's time. It's like the R.M. Williams of bloody guitars. It is, yeah, someone yeah. said that yeah. recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they said R.M. Williams, but someone made a reference to like, a boot you know, yeah, some yeah, yeah. brand that's been around for a, a really that's long awesome. time. But yeah, I mean, overseas, like, you know, if you talk to a musician overseas, like, oh, Maiton, like, mm. fuck yeah. Like, well, Josh I can't Hon, Josh Hon plays Maiton. Like, he's got a signature one. And Tommy Emmanuel. Tommy Emmanuel, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um... But then, and then you got your Australian artists, your John Butler trios and whatnot. They're just awesome, awesome. Looking it looks stuff. like a tree. It does. It, like you can see, you can see the life that that wood has had, and that's really, that's really important. I think, especially in, like, you, you want something like individual, like you know, like an individual feeling to come out of a, a guitar. And if you can yeah. see the physical like embodiment of that, that's awesome. the Cole Clark fat ladies are the closest thing. Well, obviously really? Cole okay. Clark owns Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are they Australian too? I think so. I, okay, I, I'd yeah. have to double check, but I know that there's a relationship between Cole Clark and Maiden. Yeah. Um, but I played, I've had a fat lady as well. And that was the closest thing to that one of had. those Blackwood. Yeah. Ladies, I've got a Martin which, and co like mini dreadnought thing that i picked up for a thousand dollars a couple of years ago and it's a cool little guitar it's a full-size guitar in a shorter scale body okay cool so and it's i i, I don't know why i've really i'm always drawn to short scale guitars now i've got the strat but ever since then i've got i play a you know a fender jaguar and a are oh, you got a jag as I've well got, i've got a jag. they look sick on stage they are very things. cool but yeah. i've taken out a lot of stuff so i just have one pickup in it now I pull the Blink-182 thing and just strip oh, everything out. Yes. Just have a volume knob, no, <laughs> tone, no tone knob. Just have the one pickup and then I just put, you know, stickers and tape and stuff all over the guitar. And yeah, have, make it look very rock and roll. Ro- make it look yeah. rock and roll because I'm a very serious rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. That's so fun. Um, and you got to make it fun. It's always, you gotta make it's, it it's fun. always about fun, especially yeah. when you're playing live and I, like, I, I can't take it especially playing live i can't take it too seriously i take it seriously in it i take it seriously in in terms of like preparing for the show and like making sure the songs are good but yeah as soon as i get up on stage i just want to have fun because i sweat and i'm gross and i'm like screaming yeah. and going dude the time. it's awesome you yeah. would really love my my mate's band they're called fangs from fangs shout okay. out to fangs with the z and they their singer is a friend of mine he's canadian his name's josh and mm. he Man, when you when you when you were just saying like running around sweating on stage and just fucking, yeah. this guy put like smashes beer cans on his head oh and shit God. like it's crazy. But he love he's having fun. Yeah, if he's enjoying. He's it. like a big kid on stage, but it's yeah. so cool to watch. Yeah. but and it's, just it's people, so cool to watch. Really resonate yeah. with it, and it's cause, yeah. Cause I it's think you got to have a performance as well. Like the music doesn't even have to be that good. Let's be honest. Look no. at Blink. <laughs> no, look at, look at, look I love Blink, but yeah. fuck. Like yeah. compared to some other musicians, yeah, look, it's, at, look at my yeah. band. Like we're, we're bloody awful. Right? <laughs> but it's <laughs> but the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather go and watch a whole bunch of friends having fun on stage, yeah. and smashing big Weed. cans. Yeah, and, like it's all it's all part of the punk rock and roll, like anti-government, fuck you society. Yeah, kinda which is kind of which ironically is very mainstream now. Which is yeah. which is kind of cool in a way, and like I guess like the people want to be the opposite of that and be very like you know very yeah you know it's mainstream when culture king stock fucking metallica t-shirts yeah man like, what the fuck's going on with that <laughs> hey man if anyone stocks yeah stock, if, if anyone shout out to culture kings <laughs> if anyone um if anyone wants to you know if culture kings want to give me a uh 
uh, endorsement deal, I'll yeah. happily buy your um, Metallica t-shirts. Faded Metallica tees. Yeah, that's Seems cool. like the new thing. I, um, I saw some chick walking down the street the other day and she's wearing like a Pantera t-shirt. Oh, I'm yeah. like, you do not look like a Pantera fan, no, but hey, no. nothing wrong with it. If you're if you're going to make it more mainstream, yeah, those metal bands are cool. Yeah, dime bag at her and see what happens. Dude, dime yeah. Bag, dime bag. Yeah. Dime bag. They, what a legend. He, he's a legend and his guitar playing was so like influential, but he had like anyone who tries to emulate the guitar sound is just... Oh the, no! He so he had hard. the uh, he had the wah pedal, was it? That's or? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a bit of something. Did he have metal zone as well? No, I'm it not would sure. Would have been before a boss metal zone was around. Oh, metal zone, right, yeah. right, yeah, boss pedal. I should know that. I used to work for Roland. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they shout out Roland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a um, long time ago. Oh, yeah, fair. I um not for long. I was in their warehouse for a while, but doing um, what? Oh, mate, when I was younger, just, you know, packing boxes That's and cool. being a kid. And yeah. I had a tab there of money I owed for music gear. Because oh, really? you'd be walking around all day going, I'm this, buying that this, with my this, next paycheck. This, this. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah um, our, our, our guitarist, Connor, who's, you know, went and gotten a real job at um, the Gold Coast. He, yeah. he um, He's just started getting a bit of money streaming in and he's bought all these records recently. And I'm oh, going, wow. I'm going, hey, man, can you, like, pay for rent and food and stuff? Yeah, fully. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I'm eating, like, legumes all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know. And he's, it's all right if you're on the, the baked beans diet. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, man. <laughs> whatever, whatever. The magical fruit, what are you talking about? <laughs> as long as you can afford records, that's the that, main that thing. That is the exact point. And he's bought this really expensive vinyl player, which is cool, and... um. Yeah, he's really getting into it. We, we um, you've got to be obsessed with your with your craft as well. Like he he's Connor is one of those people who's he's got such like, and he's so intellectual and he's got such like a focused mind when it comes to this stuff. So he records and produces. He he recorded and produces produced the last few songs and he like loves synths and he loves the idea of production and the way that a microphone should be placed and yeah okay what, where, where it should be sitting that's cool like, things like that's that. a whole and that's an art form in itself it's insane even yeah. on our last single he put so much effort into using plugins to, and crafting it in a way that can make us sound like you know a real, band, a real band yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah 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 and it's um good on he's him. really cool shout out connor yeah 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 good on him good yeah. on him mate um yeah just to sidetrack a little bit hmm. what's up yeah, obviously we're in pretty weird times with COVID. How is how is COVID for you? Like, with uh, did you guys go into lockdown for long? Up we here? went into lockdown. We just started out as a band just before lockdown. So we had our first gig in January, the sixteenth of January, right, twenty twenty, and then we had our last show on the twenty fifth of February, twenty twenty. Oh, then okay, we had yeah, a bunch of gigs booked for March through to June. I think that oh, year. No all got cancelled oh no um, so we in terms of band stuff we just kind of rearranged some stuff and recorded the first single okay yeah yeah and so we did and then once lockdown lifted a little bit halfway through last year it kind of you know picked up a bit more and we're gigging again yeah in terms of my personal life I it started out pretty good mm-hmm. um, my partner who is in um digital marketing work sure. from home and, it, yeah. and that would that had its own challenges because it was a where we live in like a single room apartment okay. so there was not a lot of space yeah but we got through it and it's really good and yeah if you love can each survive that you can yeah. survive anything well, that's it and like, oh, <laughs> i said that know. to my wife as well yeah well that's it we can get through covid we can yeah. get through anything i think she wanted to bloody 
choke me for a while, but that's yeah. alright. Oh, I, I, I do it to myself, to be honest. So yeah, that's, that's a natural. Fine. Yeah. Um, I but I lost my job at my old work halfway through. So I used to work in a home for people who were intellectually and physically disabled and i really liked right. that job and i depending on like my study schedule and stuff i had to pretty much go back to casual work yeah which was good for a little bit but as soon as everything got locked down i had nothing to do yeah <laughs> um, of course. and okay. i had no work and whatnot so i had to go find a new job and now i work in the community as a nurse and it's really good That's like awesome, it's, it's really cool um and yeah um I, oh, what else happened during COVID? I put on a bit of, I put on a fair bit of weight, not oh, same distance here, running. <laughs> I got into distance running though. That's because awesome. My, yeah, yeah. Cause my girlfriend went, okay, Harry, sort yourself out. And I'm like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. That's man. what they're there for sometimes. Yeah. yeah well, that's it. But I, I, it was, I, I realized how much of like, how important that I've always been not physical, but I've always like, just try to keep some sort of like physical routine yes. in, in my, same. in my shit. And, um, and getting into the running was a real meditative, meditative practice for me that's cool i went from not you crank out. music while you're doing it as well or of course yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. the best I, I really got into like do you know the band idols that sounds they're, really, an, uh... they're an english like post-punky okay punk cool. band they're really yeah, yeah. cool but i really really fell in love with them during these runs that's they cool just have these brutal sounds coming out of my yeah, headphones but sort it, of amps you up it yeah. kind of but it just kind of puts me in this place of peace that's why i love metal music it kind of yes. you know people look at metal music at this as these aggressive no, things and it's, 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 it's really it's, it's yeah. meditative and it's peaceful and you know if Dude. you can I used to do yoga so true. black metal. Like, you know, that's my yeah, favorite man. thing in the world. I used yeah. to fall asleep to Cradle of Filth oh, when I was younger. God. Yeah, <laughs> Danny Filth. Like, have you heard him scream? Yeah. Dude, can you imagine it's hearing a that through the It's really <laughs> legendary, to be honest. Yeah. Like, like you know, that that's all. It's That's awesome. I love. He yeah. is. Wow. Like, his vocals are insane. So like, super. he sounds like a vampire or something. I don't know how people come up with these cool like. It's just such like when when the cradle cradle filth around like the nineties and stuff. They've been too, around for a while. Around I wouldn't even ages. be surprised if they had an album in the eighties. Oh God, they, in the late eighties maybe, maybe yeah. like when I was born. I don't, the, Danny Filth, he'd be in his what fifties, I reckon. Really? Yeah, he would be. I've actually. got him on Instagram, and he's looking pretty like he's he's. A, He's had his time. Yeah. He's had his time. But you see a lot of those, old, like, corn, you see all the guys from Corn now, and they're all looking... Um, dads. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're just all, like, dads and stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of... I dig it. I, I dig a bit of dad. As dad long as metal, you... Yeah. It's cool that they're still doing it. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Yeah. Like, I, it's always sad when, like, someone was doing well when they're younger, and then they kind of let themselves go... Yeah. Not Bam Majira or anyone like that. No, never. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. And then he's trying to start fights with the rest of the guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just want to be like, come on, man. Stop trying to sue everybody. Just stop taking <laughs> drugs, bro. <laughs> been, There's uh, half your problem, girl. I've gotten really into watching um, At Home with the Osbournes. You know, Ozzy oh, Osbourne's I remember that old show TV was show. Sick. Ozzy Osbourne was so funny. Dude, that so... was the sickest show. I remember it, that. Him. Travis Barker had one. Do you know Travis Barker I, had You it? literally just took the words out of my yeah. mouth. Meet the Barkers. Meet the Barkers, yeah, yeah. You literally just took the words out my of my mouth. My favourite thing from Meet the Barkers was Travis going to like a legit like suit tailor to get his yes. Adidas track pants. That's right. Done into like Tailored. three-quartered ones. And I'm just like... <laughs> For the wedding. Who would ever do that except yeah. Travis Barker? Like, yeah. that's the funniest thing. And his yeah, old like classic car collection. Shit at the wedding. so yeah. funny. He's... um. My wife and I actually pulled up on... 
Because we were trying to find MTV Cribs on DVD. Oh, really? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. stocked nowhere. Like, JB Hi-Fi don't have it. It's nowhere. Damn. And Is I it, found can you get it someone, online or yeah, yeah, on eBay, I found someone oh, that wow. has the original disc. I haven't grabbed it yet, but I'm thinking about getting it. That'd be cool. Because no one fucking has it. No. Not the original DVD. Like, MTV was so sick in the yeah. early 2000s. Riding in vans with boys, yeah, with Blink and stuff Blink, like all the yeah. Blink documentaries and they had Blink had a lot of documentaries. The Aretha, the yeah. Aretha Chronicles, yeah. yeah. What, what was the one with Green Day and that other band? Um, I think it was Riding in Bands. Was that Riding boys. in Bands with the with the boys? With boys yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was because I Green Day got me into playing music. Like, yeah, I, I like, a lot of people say as that. much as I don't really listen to them anymore Dookie um, and shit or Dookie, Dookie was a great yeah. album but I was because I was 12 when I started yeah. listening to American Idiot and yeah okay you know, sweet so like because I'm 25 now yeah so I, sure um, sure I, I I guess I grew up with like the next generation of Green Day so with those um, with with those more like alternative Rocky albums and yeah. it's like Inceptual and stuff it was so cool to me and you know I got to hear I thought I was really punk rock you know I got to when, when I was 12 wearing yeah, my little, like pins my little black oh, yeah. black tie and yeah. stuff and um and my, my parents still like I'll whip out T- Time of Your Life was the first song that I ever learned on guitar when I yeah. was 12 and um and I'll still whip it out now. My mum my, my will be like, oh my God, I, I've, I've missed you playing Green Day. Like, you Did know. you have posters like covered all, all over your what? room and stuff? When I you had know? WWE posters. All oh, you would get, yeah, you'd get, you, you and Erica, would be, <laughs> she loves her wrestling as really? well. Really? I, I, um, yeah, you wouldn't expect it. I just had a phase where I just really liked it. And um, I had like Undertaker and whatnot that's but, so funny and then i had um video game posters okay yeah it yeah. wasn't until i was 15 when i got the rolling stone poster um poster edition where they had you know i thought i was really cool for having like bob dylan and jay-z that's together it. next word and i probably Just never listened to either artists. of those artists but like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know when, when you're 15 all i listened to is yeah I, when i was 15 that's why i bought the first behemoth record i didn't really? even know who they were i went into a music shop and I saw this artwork just popping out at me because yeah, I feel like a lot of people bought albums because of the artwork. Yeah, it's really important. Point. And and we're going, yeah. we're hitting a stage in where everything is becoming so minimal, and you know, yeah, everyone is you know not caring about the artwork as much. Like, oh, like I should preface that with I don't know anything yeah. I'm saying. Like, but um, it's yeah, it's really mainstream to not have good artwork these days. But it used to be really yeah, especially in metal. Yeah, dude. Like, well, I'm not a bit. I'm not a fan. personally. I don't love Iron Maiden, but mm. I respect what they do. But the, if you go back in time and you look at their album covers, yeah. and yeah, even a lot of the metal bands like like Tool and stuff as Tool, well. Like, yeah. they're Alex Gray. Like, I've got some of his art back in Sydney, mm. which I'm gonna get shipped up here to hang on the fucking walls here because really it's. Cool. Yeah. yeah, with the UV light, it'll just pop out. But he's he's just how does your mind like create that? I you don't know. What I, mean? I, I don't know. It's like either a lot of DMT or just like <laughs> an elk. Yeah, yeah. yeah he has MMA, a church yeah. too. That guy, you know who I'm talking what? about, right? Alex Gray. He's a church. He wrote all. He did all the art for the tool. To the tool, yeah. Comes. But I'm pretty sure he has like a church where he's done artwork throughout it. I have wow. to double check that, but I heard. Someone told me, yeah, he's got like a church or like a dedicated like Art spiritual space. room yeah. where it's he's done like the Vatican or something I like he's done all of his to do that art with anything. Yeah, I'd love to shoot a film clip in there. <laughs> That'd be cool. I was just um with one of my clients. I um 
went to an art space in Norman Park just down the road here and it was really industrial and it was very like a performative thing we were doing some training and stuff and I'd never been in a place like that before right really interesting art studios have a really interesting like way of making you feel and you can just feel so free oh, and right right right, right. Not, yeah like an environment it's an environment it's an environment and yeah. it's a mindset thing it's like going on stage I used to get so nervous before I went on stage I used to you know I, I get to, more w- nervous walking down the shops to get milk than playing in front I of people. I do now too. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a different insane. part of the brain, I, bro. I can sit there and... It's know, a reflex. Think it all and I could be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, because you're not thinking... You're in your zone. You're not... Well, it's a, it's when a you're playing guitar, thing, you're not yeah. thinking about all like the other yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. maybe you are, but like it's not... It's almost like a distraction. Yeah. It's that, it's that communication between the other musicians on the stage and like I, you know, because I'm the lead singer and I've got to, you know draw everyone in and I'm screaming and mm. I'm, you know, flowing my arms around and forgetting to play guitar half the time and, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. And um, it's just like a real release for me because I never, I, I spent a, a couple of years away from music, which was one of the biggest regrets of my life. Yeah. I did a lot of growing in that time, but um, I... I um you tried to conform uh, to society. I tried to be conform the, to society, but um, be I'm, like I'm the, just too punk rock for that, man. <laughs> yeah, I've tried as well. Like even um, I'm in sales and and digital marketing and things mm. like that, but I've worked in corporate, and I can be that guy. Yeah, but it's not who I really am at the yeah. core. Yeah, and it can it can play on your mental health a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you're sort of you're putting on a suit and you're being the guy that you know has to hit. KPIs and targets and all that, um, and get people's money and bank details and mm. things like that. But you're draining mm, a little it really bit. Yeah, it's not because um, I'm creative and I like yeah. talking to people and learning about them and their stories. And you can do that in sales to build rapport, right? You want to yeah. get to know them before you push something. But also, them, like, but it, there's it, a very very fake side of it as well where it's like you know you have to hit target so if if this person's keen on your product but you know they may not necessarily benefit from it you're going to push it over anyway because you have a target to hit and then that it's there's there's this weird in between i find sometimes does it feel disingenuous when you're like sometimes when you're just trying to force that money money's like it's not money's important but yeah, you can't um, you can't shove things down people's no. throats. They yeah. have to be genuinely they're going to benefit from it, and everyone wins. Like if you can be in an environment where everybody wins, like you get the sale and they're happy as well. Yeah, then it's okay. But yeah, yeah it's there's a there's a funny in between with sales sometimes. Yeah, and which is what I've struggled with a lot. Yeah, yeah. and and you would because. Um, you want to help people as much as you really can and you can yes. only do what you you have the power to do but um yeah empathy needs to be more recognized in the workplace yes it does yeah um, i i'm a nurse and i rely purely on empathy and sure. like it you know it can play it can play really positively a lot in my life but then if you're overly empathetic to somebody you can you know, I, I don't want to go home and be stewing about the, like my poor clients, my sure, life, sure, because that really no. goes bad in my mental health. But um, just if people have understanding and empathy and just want to and just try and understand perspective on yes. people's situations, like we, you and I, could be disagreeing on everything in life at all. But if we find that one little bit to kind of relate to and yeah. then sit in that, exactly, something can come out of it. And sure. that's what people are forgetting. I think a lot mm. these days is um. 
you know we 100%. are all in the same situations and if we mm. can just think about e- each other a little bit more then it'll be so beneficial for everyone yes i think it, it's like it spreads too like it's interesting just as an example mm. I had a friend who gave me a whole bunch of Nike shoes. Yeah. He just randomly, he, he loves Nikes. He collects Nikes. Yeah. And he's like, I don't wear these anymore. And nice. he gave them to me and I was like, that is, so, thank you very much. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that. Uh, I didn't exactly like all the colors, but I'm not going to say that, right? Yeah. Um, so what I did is I kept the ones that I liked and then I just sort of, I gave them to someone else and made them sort of, and it kind of, there's kind of like this, um, if you do reaction. something good, it kind of spreads. Yeah. It's like a good virus. And w- what's interesting about this, I am really, I always used to be, and I still am really good at giving people love and giving people affection, but I'm yeah. really bad at receiving it. Okay. That is one of my biggest flaws, you know. Um, I, it's like, I really, I can't, sh- it's really hard for me to show appreciation for some, th- some things and it could play into a mental healthy sure. self esteem thing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, how are you at receiving gifts? Right. Like, okay. How? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 How are you at receiving gifts? Oh like, me. Um, yeah. I'm okay. I guess. Yeah. I. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good. It's something question. you don't think about, but. That's a really good question. Like when your mate gives you these Nike shoes. Yeah. How? Like. You, I was. Yeah. I guess. It's funny you say that because I, for some weird reason, I kind of felt like maybe a little bit like I didn't deserve it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why? Like, and maybe for a minute, just a minute, maybe I thought maybe this particular person was giving me them to to earn like uh, friendship or something, yeah. but which the person didn't have to do because I generally care about the person yeah. anyway. Yeah. And that woman's um, doing it out of the gracious. So yeah, I kind of gave, I don't know. I felt like I had to like give as well because he gave. Yeah. Maybe that's a good that, thing. That's the chain reaction. But you yeah. like just learning, I, I especially, okay, since COVID here, going back to the actual like, you know, the to the topic, I had to learn to receive because I was so used to giving and giving and giving. Interesting. That, that I, 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 it was really hard for me to receive and that... So I shouldn't have got given you beard oil then? <laughs> no, you should have because I need it because you saw <laughs> yeah. how my pu- my girlfriend... Anyone that needs beard oil, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's it called? Bloke Basket. Bloke Basket. Bloke basket. Go basket. on the yeah. website, please. Um, I'll, I have a very puby looking beard at the moment and it's going to be looking gorgeous. In a, in Mate, it's going to soften right up. You have you have a really? girl, long-term girlfriend, yeah. yeah? Yeah. How long have you guys been together now? Just over a year and a half okay. coming on... You're gonna be a whole new person when you put that beard on. Really? She hated me with a big beard. She, she, really? oh, it was the funny because because she said it just looked like pubes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's, really I think it's the her, feel. Yeah. Okay. Because like, well, maybe depending on the person, but I know my wife. Like, it's more about like it because it cuts into their face. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you, yeah, if you if you're hydrating the skin underneath and using the balm, it just softens it. So okay. When you're sort of going in for a kiss, it's not gonna yeah. rip half their face. Off. Yeah. Well, and I have such curly, frizzy, like dry hair anyway that, like, just on my head that, of course, it will go into my beard and you know, <laughs> my my entire body's covered with hair and I'm part werewolf, I think. So yeah. I think it's um. Yeah, I'm I'm a Wolverine as well. It's bro. it's it's part. It's yeah. It's it's a fun little experience. So um. How did you get interested in the subject of, of mental health? Like, have you... Obviously, um, you've had some of your own past stuff. Um, yeah. Do you have... Do you know a lot of people in the community that... 
you don't have to mention any names or anything, but do you, do you see a lot of people suffering? Uh, since around? Tr- since I, so I did like a specialist course when I did my nursing training in mental health. Yeah. And I became really interested in it from that. And I didn't realize how prevalent it was until I did that. And this was years sure. ago now. Yeah. And I, it, it's amazing how much I can pick up on those things from... Well, you've Just been in the at work at work. Uh, well, at, at work, definitely. Um, and but that's because I'm specifically like going to work with them for this mental health sure. reason, whether it be alcoholism or the be depression, right. BPD. Um, you know, I, I work with this range of everything. My right. girlfriend has anxiety, and she we all do (laughs) if we didn't we would walk in front of a bus tomorrow morning that's it it's just that our our states are a little bit higher these days because there's so many things going on going on and it's it's like and it's i really learned to get that perspective like just perspective on just what everyone's mental health is like and how fragile our you know it can be but how beautiful it can be at the same time yes i went I, I, like I said, when I stopped playing music for a while, I got really, really depressed because yep. I didn't have that outlet. I'm a very yeah. high energy It's who person. you are as, at the core. It is. And I tried to deny that for so long. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it just something... Fuck you, society. <laughs> but something built up in me and I got really, really, really depressed. And it, and depression, you know, has different ways of showing itself. Sure, it, sure. In me, it showed in doom. And I had this impending sense of doom just always and I couldn't get out of bed. And, you know... I, you know, and and, I, mm. and it was just like this weight on my shoulder. Sure. Until I went to a doctor and said, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And then he went, "Okay, I'm gonna, ref, you know." And that's such a huge step in itself, it right is. there, right? Especially for men. When you're identifying hard. it, because we all have our struggles, mm-hmm. but we all try and hu- we all try and put on the mask and pretend everything's okay yeah. for the sake of everyone around us, because yeah. it's seen as a weakness. And that's why I started this podcast, because. Why can't we just sit down and men just talk about, hey, man, like, how are you? Not yeah. like, oh, yeah, the kids are good. Like, no, man, like, how are you? Yeah. Like, how how is life? And getting and yeah. getting that view on and perspective on, you know, other people's lives can help you just figure out your own shit too. And it ha- it, It's helped me it, so much. It gives you that yeah. empathy. Because yeah. if you're an empathetic person, you, you can, um, you, you can help, you know, you know, divide out that, that feeling in somebody. And if, you know, you mm. find someone that really connects with you about that stuff and somebody who's gone through the same struggle, then it can kind of just really help in, sure. in a way. I, um, and I, and look, when I, when I was going through really bad bouts of depression and it was very doom based, like I said before, sure. um, I would just shut myself away from the world mm. and like, you know, it got really bad and, um, you know, it, it, I had, bad thoughts and sure, um, sure. and like and like I said doom and I had to get on a very high dose of antidepressants to get off okay, it okay yeah and how I'm, did you find that um it helped for a year or so and I'm weaning that's myself good. off it now oh good it, but I'm and well done that's awesome it's, and it's a self like administered thing that I've done I've gone I just kind of went I need to try this that's now. amazing yeah and it's if it doesn't work it doesn't work and I'll try and yeah. mix around with it but sure, I, I think sure. it, I just think it's time for me to now I just want to experiment with it a little bit um, yeah I found exercise like I, I um, obviously we've, we've all had our issues but um, yeah. with my mine's a little bit more anxiety than um, than depression yeah I'm very, very... I overthink a lot and I'm 100 miles an hour, you know, ADD as fuck. But um, 
That's why I play music. But uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, I think it's... Um, exercise. Yeah, exercise. Yeah. I think a lot of people... It sounds kind of like really obvious and like oh yeah exercise like yeah. yeah but i got all this other shit it's like yeah but did you get up today and did you exercise like yeah. what have you actually done today yeah. to have what effort are you putting in what are you eating what yeah. did you eat for breakfast especially with an anxious brain you need to get that energy out somehow too sure and exercise is such a good way half, yeah. half an hour boxing's just, fantastic is i it? found really because you're using you've got to remember things like combos so you're yeah. distracted with your mind but you're also going 100 mile an hour and yeah. it is the best cardio workout. Oh my God, I've never Like heard. boxing. Okay. And it's funny because you think you boxing, oh, fighting, oh, you have to be angry. No, it's no. the opposite. It's meditative. Like yeah. you can get into a zone where you're going 100 mile an hour and you're just sweating and you're focused on combos and it's very rhythmic so if you're into music too it can be yeah that's what i like about running is yeah I can get into it i can you get... probably enjoy boxing bro. i wouldn't mind it i've got long arms so maybe i could I reckon, be, yeah be you'd good. have some leverage as well yeah it does. and i think even like because a lot of people think gym like people that go to the gym oh they're walking around like they're top mm. shit it's actually because of their posture a lot of them because mm. when you lift weights you actually start standing up properly yeah. and your posture changes and yeah. i don't know if you know jordan peterson but he talks about Stand up tall with your back straight and things like Clean that. Clean your room. Do Clean your eye. Uh, yeah, he's my cross to bear. He's hit and miss that yeah, guy. But yeah, I think I, I he's think he's very miss. funny. Everything he's, he says, like yeah, I, don't I agree like him with overall. Stuff, yeah. yeah, but he's he's, he's he's fine. Yeah, he does his thing. Hit and miss. But yeah, coming back to yeah, standing up tall with your shoulders back. Even the way that you walk around, you know, it makes you feel better. It makes. But if you're doing all these little things and you've got a list in the morning and you've got a schedule and. Mm. If you if you take some time to organize your life properly, look, maybe you still feel a bit shit still, right? But the mm. bottom line is you're still going to feel a little bit better. It's a very human thing to feel bad too, and I think especially anxiety, it's such a such a human thing because anxiety can be, you know, like if you know you feel like you're losing control of things and you, right. um, you know, and it, like I don't, I don't know what your um what what how your anxiety presents, but when I whenever I've had anxious bouts i um yeah i i just lose control of things and i get mm. I, I do get social anxiety which is ironic because i mm. have play to play, music play in front of people it's a different kind i know it's a different kind I don't like big crowds like yeah when, when you said it's hard i don't think you know what man and it's really interesting i don't th i don't think a lot of people do like big crowds mm. i think it's just some people are able to cope with it a lot better than others i don't think humans you know we were in small tribes yeah. to begin with yeah you know being around lots of people it just means you're very aware of your surroundings and they didn't have drugs and alcohol back yeah either, you're so looking like, yeah. you're very you're in fight or flight because maybe you've passed things that have happened so your base level's higher like most people they yeah. just don't want to admit it but like yeah you know what's around the next corner you're you're it's a good thing you're you're not going to walk in front of a bus that's going 80 kilometers mm. an hour because you're a little bit more aware. But being too aware all the time and in fight or flight can be very draining. Yeah. And then it causes other things. And then so if you've got anxiety, like anxiety, like a lot of anxiety on top of that, it's really draining. I've, I've, I really sympathize with my partner because she sure. has quite bad she she does have the anxiety and it just drains her every day and okay I, yeah and like uh, and you know i i'm a nurse like i go what can i do to help and she goes sure. just, i just need some time to myself and i go okay yeah and you know it's it you know it, it's learning those things which is sure 
with a partner, you learn to do those things, and you yeah. un- and you understand the way that they work. A little oh, bit if more you can communicate, like you're fucking on the Commu- right track. Communicating in yeah. general, like yeah. this podcast, if you yeah. can talk to your friends and find help just by communicating with you know about your issues and how you can deal with them. Um, it, yeah, it's really it's really beneficial. I went to an I went to an all boys private Catholic school. Mm. We never learnt that, and I, I'm I'm not gonna talk too much shit about it because yeah, they yeah, d- yeah. It did teach they did have a good sense of camaraderie, but I my friends and I never really fit into that sort of. We weren't very sporty. We weren't very. We were all like I did drama and music I did and, drama, bro. Yeah, I was. I fucking love drama. I love drama, but I love the performative <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, play, I can like, tell that you're. Yeah, you would have been a good actor. Right? I um, I would have when I was seventeen. I wanted. I to can. Be an actor, yeah. I can see that. I can <laughs> um, see that. But I. I look like a discount Tom Hanks, so I probably couldn't do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, nah, bro. But, um, I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> and oh, yeah, Tom I, um, Hanks. But it's... I love Tom Hanks too, actually. Um, he, um, the, car, the Castaway was one of my favourite movies. Big, I really liked Big. And, um, Big, which one was that? When he, when he goes to the... The machine. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Person, I think I know. Yeah. Oh no, he's little and he goes big because he comes big. That's right. Um, yeah, and he was—he's just a really good actor. In uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yes, what with DiCaprio. Uh, yeah, we yeah, watched yeah. that the other night. It's really again. good, isn't it? Yeah, I downloaded yeah. it again. Well, well, no, I didn't. I paid for it. You with paid all for my it dollars using, using <laughs> your premium Apple subscription. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. Netflix now. Um, yeah, so I we watch. Oh, better be careful on this podcast what I say. But we watched Catch Me If You Can the other night, and if anyone hasn't seen that movie, you pretty much haven't lived. So <laughs> come watch it's a it. Very good movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's and it it's interesting as well because it kind of reminds reminds me of of anxiety and things like that because i think a lot of people try and you know coming back to a lot of actors and stuff Mm. they they deal with a lot of anxiety and depression and that but the acting gets them out of it because they get to be a different character they don't get to they don't have to be themselves yeah they get to be somebody else and it's interesting because in that movie catch me if you can i won't give the plot out he's pretending to be different people in different industries so he can cash in checks yeah. and like he plays a pilot and things like that and dresses yeah. up in the pilot gear but he's not really a pilot yeah. and everyone thinks he is because he's he's being he doesn't have to be himself no, he's a con man and in a, in a yeah. lot of ways i think we we can be con men just in general just like you know if you're especially if you've got anxiety if you pretend to be something somebody else in a yes. way or you put on a different personality it can really help that's where drama comes in quite yes well. i um what was it gonna go? Where was he gonna go with that? Um, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. <laughs> um, catch me if you can. Yeah, that's what I say to my brain every day. You know. Um, Shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. for Oscar, Oscar a... winner, oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, you know. <laughs> I know, right? He's cool, it's man. so I weird. Like that him. He's um the Revenant. He did. He got it for didn't. No, he missed out for that. No, he got it for the Revenant. No, he did I think. get it. Yeah, I don't because he didn't get it for whatever. Else How has doing. that guy only won like one award? I don't think he cares. I, honestly, I think. Yeah, not that that matters. When when he's when he's so it, it's cool to get recognition for your work, but um, I don't. He's know. got his he's got he's focused on global warming and stuff, isn't it? Good he? on him, man. Like, he's, I think do you know? Cool. Have you seen his Instagram page? Yeah, and not run, one it, photo of him. That's cool. It's just all like animals, the earth, like what can we, he's pretty much dedicated his profile to spreading awareness about the global warming. He's probably so sick of seeing photos of himself. Like being That's that famous, it would suck, man. Yeah, suck. 
I know it's funny that it's the opposite to what most people think. Yeah, what fame and fortune yeah. is going to bring you, and then dude, I'd I'd rather be in like just a medium sized house with a little studio and mm. like near maybe near the beach or something, and just I, I've really close got, to work, and I'm cool with that. I've like. really gotten into min, like the idea of minimalism. I don't really like the movement, but I like the idea behind it a lot. Yes, and there's this Japanese aesthetic design called wabi sabi and it's sort okay of like i've got to check this out <laughs> w-a-b-i-s-a-b-i and it basically means finding perfection in imperfection Th- that's a very layman's term like yin and yang sort of sort thing, of or? but not really wabi sabi w-a-b-i-s-a-b-i and Wabi-sabi. it's yeah and it's sort of like um what is what does google what does google say it'll probably in traditional japanese aesthetics Wabi Sabi is a worldview centered on the acceptance of transience and imperfection. The aesthetic is sometimes described as of appreciating beauty that is imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete in yeah. nature. So this is a type of this. Since I've learned about this, this is the way that I try and view every anything. How like you know we can look at people or look at objects and be like, okay, that's not perfect in my eyes. So you know, it's really easy to be like, fuck that, go away. But yeah. I, I've always been drawn to things with dings and bumps and a life living, lived. That's sorry. cool. And I do it with people. I assume, like, that's why I think, you know... I, like, I, imp- imperfection. imperfection, yeah. Because, man, I I grew up hating all my imperfections, like, so much. And I've, I've got a lot of... And it's probably a lot of mental healthy stuff in me that I still have quite a lot of self-loathing and I have low, quite low self-esteem most of the time. Mm. But... You don't seem like it. Yeah, I, um, it's... I, I think... It, but I think because you're in a creative... You're you're in a creative environment. Yeah. This is where you thrive. Yeah, this is yeah. exactly where I thrive. Yeah. And it's more, it's more like when I'm alone and stuff. You need to like, keep doing that, man. I do need yeah. to keep doing it. You could go far with that. Yeah. We'll see. That's yeah, awesome. No, I, Just I, keep I pushing it, bro. Like, yeah network and keep doing what you're doing and i just want to find connection with people like and i think and it's really important like and that's we don't have a lot of followers on instagram and we don't have a lot of people but like but they're probably genuine followers but like most of them come from our shows and we and if i can connect with one person in the crowd and they get it like they get it that you know we're running around and have just having fun on stage yeah like I love that, and I, yeah. I, I don't like it when people try to be too cool and like things like that. And I, I've had instances where like people try to be too cool to me, and I'm like, okay. "Cool, man!" Like you know, there's a lot of ego in the music industry. Yeah, too. but there's a lot of non-ego too, and yeah. I, and that's you just got to find the right the right people, and it's find your tribe, and it and it sucks that the people with ego end up being the ones with like the bigger followers and stuff, but they're more marketable, and I and they're I, less I, happy I, too. Yeah, and and I yeah, and they are, and you know if your entire life it's focused on it then i get it but i i'm i'm a real like i try to be a real renaissance man with it all and i try to do a bit of everything Mm. um got more of a um soft spot for justin bieber now like i don't know if you've seen his latest documentary but that guy pretty much came out about all these like he was put in the spotlight as a uh, kid and 
He's not really that kind of guy. Like, he's actually a pretty down-to-earth, caring... He tried to leave the music industry at one point, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he, he had the wrong people around him. And it comes down to, you know, who, you, who you're around can kind of shape yeah. who you are as well. Yeah. But, you know, you if you see on TV or you hear Justin Bieber, like, oh, Justin Bieber, but that's just all this media stuff that you've heard over the yeah. years. And now it's just like a natural thing to be like oh justin bieber but yeah. the guy is fucking creative man he's the really, guy is yeah. talented he can sing well um he's, he's canadian <laughs> he's gonna yeah yeah you, you gotta, you gotta yeah he's canadian and even the guys from one direction i really like harry styles i i have a real soft spot for any sort of fun pop music anyway but um but i harry styles is so genuine in the way that he's and he, and he sort My of, wife would agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's just something. I, 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 <laughs> She's I, a big fan. I don't believe in guilty pleasures anymore. I just, if I find the funnest danceable little pop tune, I will blast that to no end. And then, yeah, like, man. but then I will also listen to you know, doomy, you're versatile, yucky. You listen to everything. Sludge music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not one genre. It's whatever gives you goosebumps. It's right? the new. It, but it, it's so. It's genre. Genre. Genre G- bending is so like it's mainstream, now, but it's, it's so in mainstream. a cool way. In a, in a cool way, one of my favorite bands is the 1975, and they do like my, a lot of like on their newest record, which people don't like. Um, a lot of them people don't like is it's like starts off with like a proto punk song, and then yes, like sick. instrumentals, and then like electronic songs, that's and a bit of doof doof, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. an acoustic ballad. In the that's sick. I, that's I think sick. it's really cool. That that's yeah, that's being sick. cool. I like shit like that, dude. What about fucking? Post Malone did a song with um, Ozzy Osbourne. Did he? Have you not heard it? No, that's cool. Dude, he did a ballad with Ozzy Osbourne. What on, a, how on did Ozzy record. sound? Dude, it's sick. Is it? Yeah, it's sick. Man, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not listening like, to that in the way. Home, I don't yeah. mind some of Post Malone stuff, but that song that he did with Ozzy Osbourne, he played a show and Ozzy came out. All the lights oh, went down man. and Ozzy was dressed all goth. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne comes out and then like the lights change and Post Malone comes out and there's like this hip-hop vibe on it and it's like, And seeing Ozzy singing that, that's like, cool. Like, Ozzy Osbourne wouldn't go near any music like no. that. And he was working with Post Malone and it it goes to show that it's not it's not the genre, it's the person. Like, he's obviously clicked with Post. And yeah. Post plays guitar, he plays he, he Nirvana and shit. He seems like a genuinely cool guy. He did too. a Nirvana set during Isolation. Oh, did, oh he, he did, He put a yes, dress on. That's right. And him like and Travis yeah, Barker yeah. fucking did a Nirvana That's set. That's right. And it was sick. And, and going back it to, like... It was sick. You said it's about the people that, like, you know, you surround yourself with and whatnot. I'm a person who, if I hang out with somebody for too long, I will start mimicking them. And I think that I've always done that since childhood. And it comes You're a true down, actor. Oh, God, I'm just a liar. <laughs> <I'm> just a, <laughs> That's um, a true actor spirit right there. And I do that too. Yeah, and it, and it might be an anxiety thing too, but like, because you just want people to like you. And if you, and if you surround yourself with people who are genuinely good people, you can really surprise yourself. So mm. with Ozzy yeah. finding that connection with the post, you could really be like, okay, yes, he doesn't play the type of music that I'm into, but if we can connect on this, what can we achieve? That's a yeah. really good point that you've touched on there. I really want to just focus that, that right there, like finding that one thing that you can connect on, even if you're at the opposite, well, I wouldn't say opposite ends of the spectrum because Post Malone grew up playing guitar, but yeah, yeah, it's totally different genres, but they've met halfway and found something that they can do. And 
make it turn into saying that's fucking cool and if you if if that's if you're interacting with somebody and that's what you're searching for it is so easy to connect with people yeah that understanding is so important for people and um and i don't know if it's easier for me because i know i'm like kind of nature i'm you know I, i know i'm easy to get along with but i still like I still look for it in the worst people sometimes to my mm. benefit and to my demise because yes. I've been in awful relationships where all I wanted to see is the good stuff and then I get drowned by the bad. It's also I'm- hard to figure someone out in in like in a short amount of time too. Mm. Mm. It's good with like a podcast because you can sit down and really have a de- like a proper like conversation. A conversation, yeah. Like it's not just if we bites. met at the pub, we'd have to meet like four times to get to know each other. Yeah. Versus well, like you said, you, you, you chatted with a guy at um, Lefties the other night, and you and yeah, was it? No, no, maybe. I'm so uh, LR Marsh, who's oh, okay. played at Lefties, yeah. and I had another. Marsh, yeah, I've yeah. got a few people that I've been messaging. Uh, there's a great guy called Graham, I think, that does looping and stuff around the yeah, area. Yeah, um, okay. And yeah, there's just I just keep putting these posts up on pages and yeah. just trying. Well, that's to how I got in contact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I just yeah I just try and get myself out there and it's funny, man. I've I've met a lot of people online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I met my wife online. I. So I met my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah like, I, I was on Hinge. And yeah, see? I actually almost turned around when I went out to meet her because I'd been on all these dates and they just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, this online thing, man, like, I don't know about it. Yeah. And then I was literally in a tunnel driving out to Bondi to meet her and I was like, I went to go turn around and go home, just wow. bail on the date. Yeah. But I actually couldn't turn around because the tunnel... Like, it's always hard to turn yeah, around when you're going through a tunnel and yeah. street to go on everywhere in Sydney. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but um, anyway, I uh, I didn't... T- I was like, oh, I'm almost there. I'll just go. You might as well. If I, mate, I'm married now. So. Some, something told you, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you believe in like... Do, uh, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And a it, little and, bit. And I'm not I even talking about a god I do, anything, but I don't like, like... I don't use it as a tool. Like, I don't... I, I believe in it, but I don't um I don't like rely on that. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely Oh fuck yeah. yeah. I think dude, there's a there's like an energy field, you know, your heart's beating by itself, bro. Like there's energy mm. fields happening, like yeah. for sure. But even just like the process of trying to get your heart to beat, there's so much that goes into it. Like you're you know, you got all these synapses and nerves going to your brain telling yeah. you to do that just to tell your heart beat. But yeah. your heart's also gonna beat while your muscles are moving and while blood's pumping through your bodies and while your you know, your limbs are going yeah, off. Yeah, I believe in gut feelings. Yeah. I believe in gut feelings because really the vagus nerve runs from your gut. So if you that's why people say I have a gut feeling. There's yeah. actually a meaning behind that. Yeah. So your gut bacteria uh, actually, like, can affect how you feel. Yeah, the vagus nerve runs up to your brain. Yeah, so you technically have two brains. Yeah, so if I've you're been, not yeah, looking well, after your gut with, bacteria, with men, sometimes it's three. But you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with ladies too, actually. Like, <laughs> you have to be um, careful what you're putting in the tank, right? Yeah, because well, yeah. yeah, your gut bacteria does have an effect on your mind and. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe in gut feelings and shit like that. But it's, yeah. but it's the same with anything. Like, you know, if you drink too much, you, you start to feel a bit rubbish. If you yeah. do too many of the other naughty substances, you feel a bit rubbish. But even like, Panadol can kill you. If I ever wrote a book, it would probably be, probably be called Finding the Balance. You yeah. Know, like, just find the fucking balance between everything and even don't do with- too much of one thing because then you do too much of that, then maybe it's like, you know, the end mm-hmm. of the seesaw is like, 
maybe your marriage goes out a bit. You you really got to like balance There's a real thing, especially out. with people who are overly healthy and they'll go like, no, you have to eat clean all the time or else you're a piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. Mm, and you the social life shit. You'll see this stuff, but then your social life goes to rubbish. Yeah. You, all you're eating is the same boring old thing yeah. all the time. And you got to have a bit of fun. That's yeah. where the 80-20 rule comes in. It's the balance. Have it's, beers with the boys. Yeah. It's like a brotherhood and it's, it's a, a way yin, to connect. It's a yin and yang of life. Yeah. Like you need, you know, you, you kind of, you know. You should come to Speak Up, mate. Shout out to Ricky from Speak Up, mate. So yeah. it's a non-for-profit organization that started in Sydney. Yeah. And it's an event where men go and you have pizza. and It's kind of like Men's Shed, but like a more modern version. My friend yeah. Ricky runs it. He's okay. a mental health nurse. Cool. I had him on episode one. Episode one, yes. Yeah. Did you listen to that? I did. I listened to a little bit of it. Oh, yeah, sweet, yeah, man. Yeah. So Ricky is doing Speak Up, mate. And I was on the phone to him the other night. We're actually organizing a camping trip. Cool. Coming up in August. Yeah. And I'm trying to get men to come along. So yeah. see what your schedule's like. But yeah. it's, um, we're going to like have beers and stuff and like... We're going to do activities like male bonding stuff because nice. men need to go into an environment away from all their distractions yeah. and just bond with other blokes. Everyone can talk about their shit and um, just create a good group of, of friends and have these act. Because men, outside with, of with work men, men outside of, we need yeah. more than just sitting in a in a chair with a counselor. Like we need to go out and do bonding, like manly activities yeah. and building things together and people you can check in with when you're having a tough day like oh man i had a tough day the other day too we've got this camping trip coming up and it's yeah it's kind of just like building a community of men yeah and i think we think we've he's just been approved i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but <laughs> i'm sure he won't care he's been approved uh money from the government this is for, to they're going to start funding the nice. events and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's good that the government's yeah. try, kind of getting in. I know that like you will probably ask this a bit later. Yeah, but like because the government now has started recognizing mental health as such an important thing for everybody, and you know, now that the NDIS is in, and now that you know we can get the mental health plan can cover twenty sessions of something you know something or other not 10 like oh it okay to. yeah that's yeah. that's only just started this right year, oh but, um, i didn't know that that's good and, to know. Um, I, that's really good to know for any of our listeners can mm. you can you explain that how, how does that if work if you are struggling with any sort of mental health issue please go to your gp and yeah. ask to get a mental health plan there is no shame ah. in it there is no like there is no because i knew no employers you can get like three sessions through your employer employee yeah, just go to the gp oh, right. bulk bill or whatever it's so easy so it's free for 10 sessions did if, you say so it's a it, it, it can be covered by Medicare for 20 now. It used to be 10, really? but now it's 20 on a mental health plan. That's 20, yeah, you have Session. to go on a but, special so plan. So if you though. go to like a bulk build psychologist, That's interesting. you can get them for free. But okay. I, um, okay. in Brisbane, it's hardish, not really. You're getting half back from Medicare or something? At least, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like, and the one that I, I, I don't yeah. go to a psychologist and I really... I think everyone really, should. Yeah, I think it, I'm more should. worried about the people that don't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's easy enough to be like, oh yeah, if you just eat right and you no no, but you still need you still need to do it. But you need to you need to have somewhere just and because you don't want to and like yes, you need to speak to your friends and family and stuff. But it's also good to speak to a professional who won't. um, I agree. Who won't look at it from like a personal perspective and look at you as yes, they're not yes. Realizing that you're not alone and realizing how textbooks and of your feelings sometimes can be is really important too. I yeah, and just being like, wait, I'm not the only person that is. If like, and uh, I've it's helped me in the past. Like for any listeners, like it might seem like when you go, 
oh, I've got something wrong with me or something like that. Mate, the amount of people that are walking through life right now mm. that are fucking struggling and, you know, they go and have one chat and everything can change, yeah. you know? Especially Just, since COVID. Yeah. When we, we you know, and, and it was very necessary for the lockdown to happen, but we were literally told to lock, you know, keep ourselves away from each other. It built my relationship with my girlfriend a lot stronger, but then I... um. I found it really hard to kind of integrate myself back into society afterwards and I found it hard to speak to some friends again. True. Then once I did, it was fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I had one of my friends, his mum got really sick at the start of COVID. He had to stay away from his partner for two months and it was really hard for them. But now... He got sick with the disease? With the no, virus? not with COVID. Like no. his mum had some other health oh, issues. Right. So he had okay, to go yeah, back and stay with... He had to stay with his mum... And, but then stay away from his partner who worked Jeez. in the city because he didn't want the risk of COVID to happen. So yeah. they were away from each other for two months. And that was just in Brisbane. Yeah, okay. Like, it was yeah. insane. And they pretty much started living together straight away as soon as they got home. Yeah. Like, as soon as they were able to actually see each other again. Okay. So, um, yeah. it was yeah, it was really, really, um, really beneficial for them in a way. But also, it was it's really hard to kind of build relationships with people just in general. And, um, yeah. Because you got to work at it, and you got to work on yourself, and you yep. got to, you know. Yeah, you got to look internally. I'm sure with you know that. you you and your wife. Um, yeah. You probably like pe- people say change. You know, you should never change yourself for another person, but like that mutual change. And oh, like, if I was like fully myself, I would be single. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think everyone would. I'd be out there partying every night. Oh. Like my thing. So part of my like, I guess you could. It's not. It's not a weakness. You know, I guess it's it's a weakness and a strength at the same mm. time. I like to I like to have a good time. Yeah. I like to party. I like yeah. to go. But you know, you get to an age where it's like, okay, like I've got to, you know, just chill out a little bit and maybe um, you hit twenty five, spend exactly some quiet it. time yeah. with the wife. Like I'm thirty one, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think just yeah, like I said before, finding the balance and yeah, realizing what your priorities are, what's important, and putting yeah. more energy into that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how people can go out and party every weekend. Like it's, I, <laughs> I, I, I had one drink at my girlfriend's work drinks last night because I drove and yeah. and I had like a like a full <laughs> a full sugar coke. Oh, and it wiped it wiped me out, man. I don't really? know what. Was, yeah, I, I, I've I'm probably done, immune to it. Now. <laughs> I've done the drinking thing. I yeah. like I I'm not a big drinker now, and but I, I I think when I turned 18, I I tried to find something in there, but I've got a very addictive personality. So yeah, I same. I just replace it. I I, I replace, yeah. I try to replace coffee. it with healthy I'm, stuff. I'm coffee. sort of. Coffee laying off the drinks at the yeah. moment myself yeah. just because i had enough yeah just yeah it's time to but too much uh, of a good thing can sometimes be bad and yeah and not and not in like a, yes. oh, i'm an alcoholic well i've got other priorities as well like i i want to you know i'm trying to get the podcast bigger and focus mm. on the business and stuff as well and yeah. all that can be you know a massive distraction if you're waking up feeling like shit yeah so. it's hard to network when you're um exactly you man you're not in the yeah. right headspace no, when you're, you're hungover yeah. <laughs> and headspace is such an important thing shout out shout, to, uh, shout out to headspace shout out to headspace <laughs> we need some funding for this podcast <laughs> help us out we'll help yeah, you out we'll have to think of some more more brands just to start yeah. screaming out in the middle of the podcast um yeah i think this is i think this is a cool thing because yeah, there's people like Joe Rogan and there's all these podcasts out there and that and they're awesome, but I really want to just have straight up combos mm. about mental health. Joe Rogan's got a big... He's, he's gotten too big. I think he's a bit too big for his boots at the moment. He needs to get his little ego check. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, well, he signed a deal with Spotify. 
that's right. And he said he never would. And then he, he did. said he that's never funny. would sell out, and he did. And Sp- I don't know what you use, but I use Apple Music. I use. But I I I. Are you I, Spotify? I, yeah. as, as a musician, I I support any any audio audio platform. Yeah. And um, I don't know Spotify. Fuck my wife. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's, own me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Elon Musk. Dude, it's interesting with all these platforms now. Like, I miss buying a CD though. Actually, I was telling Erica when I was making a coffee out there before. Uh, I want to check out this record store. Dutch in Vinyl in Paddington. Yes. It's really cool. Shout out, shout, out t- shout out Dutch Vinyl and shout out Rocking Horse Records. Please. We'll make sure we tag all yeah, these tag, people. Tag, yeah, tag them. They really do. I think yeah. they must be owned by the same person, I think. Because I, I see like similar people like at both things, like running the shop. Okay. Dutch Vinyl is really cool. Cause I, so I live near near it so I where run, are you based i'm in red hill okay cool yeah so yeah, yeah. i run so on my morning runs i run through paddington and ashgrove and barton all the time so yeah if we'll you have ever to hit see, up some shows if soon, you dude, ever see sure. me beep the horn because i'll probably laugh because you'll see me <laughs> struggling um yeah there's there's a lot of cool venues around there the junk bar in ashgrove is really cool the it's, junk bar it, the junk okay. bar yeah That's it's it. um it's all it's a really like hole in the wall little venue it's you don't there's not even a sign for it it's so hipster yeah yeah this is where the beard oil is going to come in hand oh cool um and my plaid shirts um (laughs) um but it's all got like secondhand op shoppy stuff all over it and similar to lefties but like a grungier version is is it an op shop as well no it's just it's it's a bar vibe yeah and they make a good good gin martini yeah i'm not gonna lie the yeah, junkyard yeah. the junk bar yeah the junk bar yeah the junk yeah bar. shout out the junk bar yeah yeah um, that's it but they have like a little acoustic shows and stuff going on there which cool is really man cool. yeah I've, now that i got the new setup i'm um i've written i've been playing for years i've it's very like um do you know the band thrice i've heard of with them. dustin kensu no he's yeah. the guitarist from a band called thrice and yeah. he does solo acoustic stuff okay it's sort of like city in color sort oh, okay. of okay yeah 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 i'm kind of Doing stuff like that yeah, at the moment. Yeah, colors like Alexis on fire. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm doing sort of stuff like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, I wrote a song about my mate that passed and stuff, and mm. it's pretty deep. And I want to, yeah, I'm gonna eventually at some point record it properly in the studio yeah. and get it out as well. And those, so. and that can be really beneficial just for making it, just for getting stuff oh, off your chest, too. turning a negative into a positive. Yeah, um, turn it into a song, bro. <laughs> you, know, you can say, you know, as you know, as sad as some situations. Can what be. a cool thing about music, yeah. right? You can it's, actually it's, get a negative thing. Well, it's the same with anything. You can something bad can happen, and then tomorrow you can sign up for three boxing sessions. What I like and about, turn it into a positive. What I really like about music is it commands you. It's the only like form of art where it like it tells you how to feel there and then. It's not you can't misinterpret it. Like if right. it's a sad song, you know it's a you sad feel song. It. Yeah, yeah. If it's a happy song, you know it's a happy. Yeah, you're song. not judging it. Like is this uh, is this yeah is this, this Monet painting like this? Yeah, yeah. I, I got really I got really into reading philosophy and um mm. at one point and you know you will read about Albert Camus and talk about the you know Sithis pushing the rock up the thing, what metaphor that stands for, and okay. you know blah blah blah, but that can be interpreted so many different ways and yes music can too but like just on a on a first time listen you know how to feel about the song yeah and you can be it can be juxtaposed with different lyrics and whatnot but like if it commands you how to feel yeah. you're gonna feel it well, what was cool the about. devil's note was my the minor scale or the devil's note. yeah it, it used it, to call it the devil's um, note because it's so that evil sound 
it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the devil's note, yeah. the, the minor scale. Yeah, that's just the Jaws soundtrack. That's all that is. And that, and that, another good example. All that stuff. Yeah, it's it all comes from somewhere. It all, you know, there's psychology is so big and so important and. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize. And it's interlaced into just everything. Like, just yeah. it's like and psyche and psychosis and mental health. And um, you see these people, like big CEOs, burn out really easy. And what you I need to. Re- you just reminded me of saying there's. Um, someone told me once there's actually a frequency that can make you shit your pants. The brown note. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Tr- is it true? I need to research Probably. that. I, I should know. I don't, that. I don't think it is with an audio background. It's really, I it's know. really funny. I mean, if it, if if frequencies can make you like you know burst your eardrums, I'm or sure it can make you shit. Your... I'm sure it could then, but yeah, you'd have to be like you know have like ten, be, ten coffees. But <laughs> insane. Oh. <laughs> To be honest, yeah, all I need to have is a big dinner the night before and a coffee, and I'll probably shit my pants. So, like, you know. Is that the note, or am I just uh, busting when I did the experiment? Uh, or I'm just like, yeah, I think it's going to be really funny if I run into my into the, my bedroom and try and fight my girlfriend and actually poo myself. Which did happen not long what ago. Is you, what does your uh, partner do? She's in digital show? marketing. She's Oh, um, that's right. You saw Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, that's right. That, she, yeah. um, she really likes it. And it's really cool to see her passionate about it. I've got no idea about it. So, like, so where are they? West, did you, where is she based for work? Hello Digital. Hello Digital, yeah, yeah. New Farm. And she's looking after clients or what's she doing there? Or SEO or something. Um, I've heard the term SEO. <laughs> um, I, I I try and listen. It's basically, how you rank in Google. Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's a lot yeah. of that. If That's I was what explaining it to it my grandmother, it would you know it's um, having things set up the right way. So when Google's sort of Google bots are scanning your site, you're sort of being ticked off and approved, and things are more relevant okay. And it makes you rank higher. Okay. How true. Aggressive, if you, you there's different types of SEO, meaning like. Black hat SEO it means you doing it more aggressively, so you'll rank higher quicker. But long term, Google's trying to sort of bring you down. Bring you down. Okay. Whereas like white, it's hat like the SEO it's like the government like, and the man, bro. Uh, yeah. Punk rock. Yeah. Well, then yeah. there's like white hat SEO, which is more slow process and okay. it takes longer and it's more time and investment. But Google isn't trying to sort of ta- you know pull, fuck pull you, you down a bit anyway. more a little bit yeah really so interesting in how it works i'm very oh, yeah, i'm really interested in what she says it just goes over my head so much i, I think i know what i'm talking about yeah. <laughs> i probably said a few things that aren't 100 <laughs> accurate but that's why we all have google if guys. anyone wants to correct us <laughs> on anything during this podcast yeah. please harass me in my dms yeah exactly dude awesome uh yeah we're running out of time Sorry. but um no yeah. no no don't have to be bro this has been an awesome conversation where can people find your music what's the best social liquid, website all that sort instagram of stuff? liquid lollipop band on facebook just liquid lollipop look for the symbol um that and spotify apple music just hit up liquid lollipop i think we're on triple j on earth too we're on any of the things we're playing at king lear's throne on the 26th of march we're playing at O'Scalligan's on the 1st of April. Oh, I've seen that venue, O'Scalligan's. Yeah, in it's, the valley. It, it's yeah, in the valley. it used to be yeah. another venue, but um, they just kind of hit us up recently. What date's that? 1st of April. 1st of April. Yeah, awesome. come to that one. That'll be a good little show. We've got awesome. Tessa Fleur and um, Friday Marmalade supporting us. They're really cool bands. I'll be of, there. Yeah, I'll be of, there. Me and Eric will come yeah. down for a few beers. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, going to be dude. a good time. It's... um. Yeah, really, really and YouTube or anything? Any other links? Yeah, we're on YouTube. We've got um, a music video that we made on it for our first single, and um, yeah, 
you, you'll work it out from there. Awesome, yeah. dude. Liquid Lollipop, guys, thank you so much for listening. And, dude, thank you for coming in, man. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, guys. You.